0: This year, the North Pole is coming to the Laurel Highlands. Follow the elves to Nemecolon to experience Hardy's Holiday Village, an over-the-top spectacle where the magic of the holiday season meets the magic of Nemecolon Resort. From November 24th to December 23rd, explore a life-size village of whimsy and wonder, where elves invite you to play and cozy shops invite you to indulge in festive treats and glamorous gifts. To book your holiday season stay, visit Nemecolon.com. All experiences are exclusive to overnight guests and members
1: that's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. The Life of Riley with William Bendix as Riley. Well, it's Christmas Eve, and in the Riley house, there is peace and goodwill toward all men. But this definitely was not the case a few days ago when Riley was a man sorely beset by trouble. It began one evening as our hero, a pencil stub in his hand and a dazed look on his face, was going over the monthly bills.
2: Seven,
1: six forty, two
3: nineteen. Riley, haven't you finished adding those bills up yet? It
2: takes time, Peg. I ain't Ned Machine. Only got ten fingers. <laughs> well, let's see. Electricity, that's okay. Gas, okay. Uh, hey, what's this? Twelve dollars for a pair of pants?
3: For Junior.
2: Well, he just got a pair of pants last spring.
3: Uh, I know, but he's awful hard on pants. It's those school benches sliding in and out all day long. It just wears out the seat of his pants.
2: Now, well, it's got to stop. I send that kid to school to use his head.
3: (laughs) Well, how much longer are you going to be with those bills? I'm all
2: through, Peg, and this month for a change, we ain't in the red. We're even two bucks ahead. A nice little reserve for a rainy day. Well, anyway, a drizzle.
4: But this dear, is what you...
2: happens when I'm in charge of the budget, because I plan, I maneuver. From now on, I'm the treasurer in this family. Yes, sir. But,
3: Riley, what about Christmas presents? We'll need at least
2: $50. I hereby resign as treasurer.
3: And it's only a few days off. The
2: falls kind of early this year, too.
3: Huh? Same as every year. Oh, gee, I
2: clean forgot it was next week. Two dollars, and I promised Junior a bike and Babs a wristwatch. They're expecting it. Well, Peg, we'll just have to borrow. Oh,
3: I don't like it. Besides, who lend us money? What do you mean who
2: lend us money? Our friends, that's who. I got loads of friends, and my credit's good with them. All I gotta do is call up Johnny Vendron and say, Johnny. Oh no, I still owe him from last Christmas.
4: <laughs> well,
2: I can call Lou Beattie and. Uh, no, I still owe him for the ticket for the Dempsey Furpo fight. <laughs> Well, I could always call up Sammy Roberts. He... You know, we got to make some new friends. We're in a rut. <laughs>
3: well, Riley, I-, I could write to my father for a loan.
2: Oh, no, no. I don't take charity from relatives. I got my pride, you know. Yes,
3: but what do we do Don't for... you worry.
2: I'll get dough. I ain't so far gone I can't raise some dough to buy my family Christmas presents. But
3: uh, where'll you get
2: it? I got my resources. I'll get it. See you soon.
3: Oh, Bills,
2: Bill, Bill.
3: Mom, help. Pop's over in my piggy bank. Junior. Junior, be quiet. Well,
2: Pop, give it to me. It's my
3: money. George, give let it go, Junior, let go, Junior, I said let
2: go of that... Riley, let go of that bank. Uh, well, all right. Keep your old bank. <laughs> this kid is money man.
3: Well, <laughs> oh, gee, Pop. Oh, how could you? It was you? just
2: a loan, and it's only for his benefit. That's still no excuse. Okay, okay. I forgive you, Junior. <laughs>
4: Now, let's forget it.
3: Oh, hi. Daddy, would you hand me that vase on the mantle? Uh, this one? Yes, I left the money in here, and I...
2: Holy smoke, look at that bankroll. That dough's been in here all the time?
3: Yes. Well, Babs,
2: you shouldn't leave a wad of dough lying around like that. It might be stolen by some crook.
3: Well, if it is, it'll be an inside job. (laughs) That's not fair,
2: Peg. Uh, listen, Babsy, uh, sweetheart... I'm
4: sorry, Daddy, I need this money.
2: You might at least wait until I ask you.
4: Well, I've got to get the girls to school some Christmas presents.
2: All right, all right. Keep your money. This is a fine Christmas spirit. A fine way to pay me back for all I've done. When you were little, who dressed up in a red suit every Christmas with a beard and a wig and pretended to be a big, fat, jolly Santa Claus? I did. Yeah, well, who stuffed the pillows down your pants? I did. All I ever done for you kids is work, work, work. I put in eight hours a day at that plant working for that ungrate Stevenson just so as I. Stevenson, I forgot. Peg, we got nothing to worry about. The bonus. What bonus? I I forgot all about it. Stevenson is going to give all the guys in my department a big bonus. He does it every Christmas.
4: Oh, Oh, that is wonderful. wonderful. Yeah, ain't he
2: a darling (laughs) ungrate? Say it's a dainty trick,
4: fellas.
0: Yeah, you're right. You Gilles. said it. Yeah, sure
2: is. is. Ray Stevenson says we're going to get bonuses if we wake hard, and then after we fall in the trap and wake hard, he reneges.
1: No bonus. I tell you hey, guys... Yeah, hey, hey, here's Riley. Uh, does he know yet? No. Uh, hi, fellas. Yeah, hi, uh, hi uh, You're
2: well. late, Riley. Yeah, I know. I stopped off to put a deposit on the bike. I'm getting my kids for Christmas. Boy, that bonus we're getting sure is a break. Uh, uh, Riley... We're lucky we're working for a guy like Stevenson... What a sweet type. Uh, But,
1: Riley... It ain't
2: every boss that hand out bonuses just like that. Look, Riley... Remember how I always stuck up for this, Stevenson, when all you guys said he was a rat? Well, this just goes to show that he's... We ain't getting no bonus. He's a rat. (laughs) (laughs) No bonus. Why? Because he's a miserly miser. That's why. Uh, Well, he can't get away with this. We've been counting on this bonus. That's all I've been living for. Well, we ain't going to take this laying down, fellas. We've got to stick up for our rights. We ought to send a delegate up to see him and demand a bonus. Wait wait, a a minute, guys. No, he he might get sore and fire the delegate. Oh, what's a job compared to your self-respect? There comes a time when you've got to fight for your rights we'll elect a delegate so it'll be democratic. I nominate Riley. Now, wait a minute, guys. A second the motion. Now, wait a All minute. All those I'm... in
4: favor of Riley. Just a minute. Aye. Riley, <laughs>
2: you're elected delegate.
4: <laughs>
2: I demand a recount.
4: <laughs> uh, Mr. Stevenson will see you now, Riley. Now
2: thanks, Millie. Well, here goes. Good luck. I hope you get the bonuses for the boys. Uh, Well, I'll get them, all right. I'm going to be tough, and I ain't taking no for an answer. I'll show him. Mr. Stevenson! Ah, Riley, come in. Mr. Stevenson? Sit down, Riley. Mr. Stevenson? Have a cigar, Riley? Thanks. Have a lifesaver? Mr. Stevenson. Here, let me light it for you. Boss, I can't demand a bonus.
4: <laughs> speak up,
2: Riley. Speak up. Well, it, it, it's about the bonuses, Mister Stevens. Oh yes, yes. I understand the men are quite upset about that. Yeah, well, well, well. Riley, yeah. I'm glad you brought this up. I want you to understand how I feel about this whole problem of bonuses. Now, try to put yourself in my place. Yeah, but, but, boss. Oh, no, here, here. You? Come here. Huh? Sit behind my desk. Where? There. Oh. Now you're the boss, and I'm the worker. Oh, uh, okay, boss, sir, no, 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 you're the boss, okay, worker, sir,
4: <laughs>
2: now, now, look, Riley, you're the boss, mm-hmm. you've got the interests of your employees at heart, you want to do something nice, Christmas is coming, so you think of a bonus, Go on, Riley, give me a bonus, What would you say well, i I'd say uh... <clears throat> now, Stevenson, you've been a good worker, loyal all year. And you're underpaid. So I feel you deserve a bonus. Here's a check for 50... No, a
4: $100. <laughs> and uh,
2: Merry Christmas. You offer me a check for a $100? I'm insulted. Here I am, a self-respecting American workman, doing an honest day's work for an honest day's pay. And you offer me this... This... This tip? You've insulted me. Well, I'm sorry. Oh... <laughs> You meant well, Riley. It's just that as boss, all you can think of is money, money, money. Yeah, I'm a greedy pig.
4: <laughs>
2: you can't understand that as your employee, I have something better than money. Pride. Yeah, pride. And what kind of a work, but what kind of an American would I be coming in here to ask you for a tip? What would you think of me? You're a greedy pig. Right. <laughs> After all, we're partners, equals. You have your job here in this office. I have mine out by my machine. But we're still partners. This is our plant. Those are our machines. Those are our planes that we're making. Now, do you see why you shouldn't offer bonuses? Well, yeah, B-b-b-b- but what? What will we tell our wife and our children? <laughs> oh, Riley, they'll understand. Now, don't you feel a lot better about not getting the bonus? Oh, yeah. <sighs> what a relief. Fine. Fine. <laughs> Yeah, but the boys... The... Oh, don't think I'm going to forget the boys. I'm going to throw a big Christmas party right here in the plant, and they're all invited. Oh, boy, that's... What... And there'll be a big tree, refreshments, and uh, uh, entertainment. A show with live actors? No, or something a little more appropriate. Uh, I'll read Dickens' Christmas Carol. <laughs> hey, tell me, I'm another Lionel Barrymore. That'll be a nice little gift for everybody, too. Uh, what do you think the men would like, Riley? How about a wallet? A wallet? Just what they need. They can use them for tobacco pouches. Fine.
4: <laughs> Fine. Suppose
2: you pick them out. Get 50 good wallets. Real leather, huh? Say, uh, a dollar apiece. <laughs> I'll tell Millie to give you the check. Oh, boy, this is swell of you. You think the boys will appreciate all this? Appreciate it? You take a tip from me, boss. Don't let them catch you alone under the mistletoe. Well, so long, partner. Well, Riley, well, well, well. Boys, have I got news for you. You hear that, guys? I told you, leave it the rain. Good boy, all that that to stuff, that stuff, Riley. I boy. That's stuff, How much is the bonus? Yeah, yeah. The what? The bonus, the bonus. Oh, that. What do
4: you mean, oh, that?
2: We're getting the bonus, ain't we? Well, uh, the, 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 the question is, uh, do we really want a bonus? Do we want the bonus?
4: <laughs> What's the matter? Are you crazy? No, oh, well, fellas, now, wait a minute.
2: You don't understand. A bonus, it's, it's on American, and... And, well, if we take a bonus, we're... Well, we ain't Americans any longer. Take hands with the
4: Hungarians. <laughs>
2: Tell us, we ain't getting no bonus. What? No bonus? No, but we're much happier without it. Believe me, l- look. Look, I'm happy.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah, for a guy who ain't getting a bonus, you're a little too happy. Riley... You wouldn't sell us out, would you?
1: How much is Stevenson bribing you, Riley?
2: Well, nothing, fellas. Honest, are All hey, of I... a
1: sudden, he's pals with Stevenson. Look at his pocket, bulging with cigars. Why, well,
2: fellas, you know me. I wouldn't do nothing crooked. Where like... did
1: you get them cigars? Why,
2: why, I stole them. You sold us out. No, no, no. Wait, guys, wait. If Riley says he didn't sell us out, I believe. He's my oldest and dearest friend. And I know he ain't that lower skunk. Well, thanks, Gillis.
0: <laughs>
2: Honest, fellas, I did my best, but, well, cheer up. You ain't going to be forgotten. There's going to be something in your stockings on Christmas.
0: Yeah, feet.
2: <laughs> the way I look oh, at it... Ollie. Oh, hello, Millie.
0: Mr. Stevenson
3: asked me to give you this. It's for the
2: you-know-what. It's a long... Oh, let me see that. Hey, no, hey, hey, that's mine. Uh, uh, g- a check, 50 bucks, signed by Stevenson, uh, price it. But, what, fellas, you don't understand. That's for the you-know-what. We-know-what, all right. You sold us off. No, no, no. no, Easily 50 bucks. No, that don't you got your bonus off. No, No, I didn't. I just. Let's get out of here, fellas. And breathe in some fresh air. (laughs) Gillis. Gillis, wait. You've known me for 20 years. You just said I wasn't a skunk. A skunk? Compared to you, a skunk is Chanel number five.
4: (laughs) A soldier.
2: Wait, fellas, fellas. You're
4: hanging an innocent man.
1: second act of the life of Riley in just a moment but right now Santa Claus is coming to town driven by Lou Kozlov and his 10 reindeer <laughs> says Riley, who now sits in his living room, a bitter and disillusioned man.
2: Friends, fat lot of good they do you. They always let you down. Well, I don't need them. I got Peg and the two kids. They're all the friends I need. Sorry, now I didn't have more kids. Ten or twelve. Oh, well, who's counting? I'm satisfied. It ain't every father that has two wonderful kids like... Oh, hello, Junior, my son. Hello. Well, son, what... Junior, where'd you get that black eye? Oh, it's nothing. Nothing? Why? Well, I had a fight with Egbert Gillis. Egbert, are you crazy or something? He's twice as big as you. You could never lick him in a million years. What'd you take him on for? Well, nobody's going to say my father sold out. Junior, you fought over me. Oh, Junior, darling, you took on this big bruiser knowing he'd beat you to a pulp. You stuck up for your pop. Oh, my wonderful son. Well, I'll make it up to you, Junior. I'll give you anything you want. Go on, ask me. Ask me anything. Why did you sell out?
4: <laughs> what?
2: Do you believe it? Well, I didn't want to, Pop. But Well, gee, everybody saw the chat. I don't want to hear and... no more. I got a good mind to put you over my knee and give you a black eye so as you won't be able to sit down for a week. <laughs> well, Pop, if it isn't true, why didn't you at least explain? Nobody will listen to me, just like you won't listen to me. I could explain the whole thing in a second. Well, I'm willing to listen. No. I got my pride. If you have so little faith in me that you can believe this story, well, then I'm through. I ain't explaining. You can think what you want. And I hereby resign as your father.
4: <laughs> oh, you're home, Daddy. Oh,
2: Betsy, my only child.
4: <laughs> Betsy, I know I've
2: neglected you, and I, I never paid as much attention to you as I should have. Well, on account of him. But I swear I'll make it up to you. I'll give you anything you want, Babs. You just ask me. Go on, ask me anything.
3: Daddy, why did you sell out?
2: What? You believe it, too?
3: But, Daddy, I... I don't was... want to
2: hear. My, my own two kids believe it. And I wanted to have 12 kids yet.
4: <laughs>
2: That's all I need, a jury.
3: <laughs>
2: to convict me.
3: Daddy, wait and listen to me. I don't want
2: to listen. I never thought that I'd live to see the day that well, my- what's all the yelling about? Well, I got plenty to yell about. Those two kids of yours. The boys at the plant got a crazy idea I sold them out so as I could get a bonus while well, they didn't. They're telling the whole town, and those kids believe it. Junior,
3: Babs, how could you believe such a thing about your own father, knowing the kind of man he is? How could you think he'd do such a terrible thing to his friends? But mother- Not I... another word. I'm disappointed in both of you. Now, go to your rooms this instant.
4: Sorry. sorry.
3: Riley, why did you
2: sell out?
4: (laughs) Uh... What?
2: Hey, you think... Oh, what's the
4: use? (laughs) I
3: only want to get to the bottom of this. I... I didn't believe it at first, but when I found out you cashed a check of Stevenson's for $50 at the market... But, Peg... Now, don't try to deny it. I know you did. Well, sure,
2: I cashed the check. But look what I bought with it. Here, I'll show you. There. Wallets. For all the men. Christmas presents from Stevenson. And now they go around saying that...
3: Oh, Riley. Oh, I... I'm sorry, dear. I,
2: Uh.
3: I should never have doubted you. Oh, Riley, I... I'm so ashamed.
2: Oh, no, 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 no. that's all right, Dublin. Don't, don't cry. Dry your eyes.
4: Lend me your handkerchief.
2: I ain't got one. Here, use this blotter. <laughs> oh, what a mess. A fine Christmas this turned out to be. Oh, there's a Santa Claus on the corner I think I'll give him a buck It'll help somebody else to have a Merry Christmas Holy smoke, look at that It's the first time I ever saw Santa Claus Wearing a black costume and a black beard Uh, uh Merry Christmas, Santa Claus A Merry
0: Christmas to you, Riley You're looking fine Very natural
4: <laughs>
0: It's you, Taker Yes, it is I indeed Digby O'Dell The friendly undertaker
2: well, what are you doing, Digger? are all dressed up like Santa.
0: Oh, I'm collecting money for the UEPGBCC. UEPGBBCC? <clears throat> the undertakers, embalmers, and pallbearers give a box for Christmas, Clark. <laughs> <laughs> we give out food passes to needy families. family. Our motto is, the good that you do unto people will come back to you in the end.
4: <laughs>
0: and so will the people.
2: Well, it ain't much of a Christmas for me, Digger. All my friends have dropped me,
0: except you. Oh, I'll never drop you until it's absolutely necessary. (laughs) You heard what the boys are saying about me, Digger. Ah, yes. What a vile slander. Riley, we must clear you. Nobody's going to throw dirt in your face while I stand around doing nothing. (laughs) Well, thanks, Digger, but I'll handle this myself. You must strike back right. You must fight. Right to the last ditch. Oops, that reminds me I have an appointment. (laughs) Well, cheerio. I'd better be shoveling off. Oh, Mr.
3: Stevenson.
2: Millie, I told you I don't want to be disturbed. I've got to rehearse the Christmas carol for the party tonight.
3: Riley left this box. Here, it's the
2: wallet for the men. Oh, oh, good. Oh, they're very nice. I think the men will like them, don't you? No. No?
3: Not after you promised them a bonus. They think it's very unfair and you can't blame them. Frankly, it's, it's not like you, Mr. Stevens.
2: Oh, Millie, you don't understand. It's a matter of principle with me. The American worker should retain his dignity. And a bonus is nothing but a tip, a bribe. I've always maintained that no self-respecting American, I don't care what his job is, should accept one. And furthermore, I believe... Hello? Hello, Carl? Oh, hello, I.B. Merry Christmas. Same to you, Carl. Carl, I've just come from a board of directors meeting. The board feels you've done a great job this year keeping costs down. And we voted you a little bonus. Ten thousand dollars. Hello, Carl. Are you still on? Uh, yes. (laughs) I, uh, don't know what to say, I.B. Thanks. That's all right, my boy. You've earned it. See you tonight at dinner. Goodbye. Goodbye. Uh, Millie, I've been thinking it over. After all, it is Christmas. Put a $50 bill in each wallet. I guess I'm just an old softie. Oh,
3: well, it looks like a very nice party. Mr. Stevenson certainly didn't skimp on food.
2: Ah, so what? Nobody's having a good time. Look at Gillis and the boys over there in the corner. They look at me like they look at the time clock in the morning. And I bet they like to punch me, too.
3: Well, then why don't you go over and explain what happened? I keep telling you... you...
2: They'll have to come to me. Oh, you're so stubborn. Oh, oh, here you are, Riley. Riley, I think it's time you handed out the wallets. And then uh, I'll do the Christmas carol. Now, boss... Boss, maybe you better skip it. I, I don't think the boys will be a good audience uh, on account of not getting the bonus. Oh, it? Oh, oh, don't you worry about that, Riley. Just hand out those wallets, and I guarantee they'll be a good audience. Well, okay, it's, it's your party. Uh, fellas! Fellas! Can I have your attention, please? Uh, fellas. Fellas, Mr. Stevenson asked me to hand out the presents now. Uh,
0: just a minute, Riley. Before That's...
2: you hand out any presents... We got a little present we'd like to hand Yeah, Now, wait a minute, Gillis. I'm running this. It's for you, Riley. For me? A a present for me? Yeah. Yeah,
4: all the boys chipped in and bought you a sweater. Special, made to order for you. Merry
2: Christmas. A sweater? (laughs) You chipped in and... Oh, fellas. I I gotta try it on. Peg, what did I tell you? I told you they'd come to me. Stand aside, Peg. I wanna look in the mirror. Oh, it's, it's, it's beautiful, fellas. Black. My favorite color. And I love that white stripe running down the back.
4: And look, look, look.
2: It even has a bushy tail. Oh, thanks, fellas. This shows what you really fit. No. No, no, no. Say it's a mistake, fellas. Fellas, I just... Riley, Riley, it's getting late. I've got to do that Christmas carol. You. You and your Christmas carol. Okay, you want a Christmas carol? I'll tell you one, you tightwad. Riley! Pipe down! This here Christmas carol is about a guy called Scrooge Stevenson, an old miser who wouldn't give the guys who slaved for him a measly bonus. Riley! Pipe down! And on Christmas Eve, Scrooge Stevenson is lying at his home in his bed, made of solid gold, when suddenly there's a knock at the door. And who do you think it is? Who? Pipe down! (laughs) It's a ghost. The ghost of a Christmas yet to come. And the ghost says, Scrooge Stevenson, you miserable old skinflint, come with me and I'll show you how you're going to wind up someday. And the ghost takes him to Forest Lawn, and he points out a a lonely grave, and on the grave there's a tombstone, and on it there's engraved an epithet. And the ghost says, Scrooge Stevenson, read your epithet. (laughs) And you read it, and you know what it says? What? Here lies Stevenson. He's gone and he's forgotten. He gave us each a wallet, and in it there was nothing. (laughs) Riley, I ought to fire you for this. You're lucky it's Christmas. Now hand out those wallets. No, no, I won't. I ain't going to insult my friends handing out them cheesy wallets. Riley. I'll show you what I think of you and your cheap wallets. I'm throwing them in the fireplace. Stop it. Right in that roaring fire. There, there, there. Riley, you idiot. There's a $50 bonus in every one of those wallets. What? $50. What? A, a, a bonus? Oh. What did I do? I threw him in the fire. But don't worry, fellas. I'll get him back for you. Stand back, everybody. I'm going into that roaring place and I ain't coming out till I have those wallets. Goodbye, Peg. Riley. Riley. That's
3: no fire. It's an electric log with colored lights.
4: Oh, Riley. <laughs> <laughs> you mean... <laughs> but I
2: was... Well, it's a Merry Christmas,
4: everybody.
2: (laughs) Folks, attention, please.
4: Folks,
2: folks. Uh, It's Christmas Eve, and, and we're all having a good time, and we're all friends, and that's the way it should be. Christmas Eve. This is a solemn occasion. Uh, Will the fellows in the back there kindly break up that crap game? (laughs) Thank you. Now, uh, what was? Oh, uh, as I was saying, I want to say that there is a man here tonight who's been terribly misjudged. Oh, come now, Riley. That isn't necessary. Now let me finish, Mr. Stevenson. He's been called all kinds of nasty names.
0: Oh, Riley, I really don't mind. Yeah,
2: but now you all know what a sweet, lovable guy he is.
0: Riley, you're making me blush. And you
2: all owe him an apology. So I'm asking you to all join in and wish him a Merry Christmas. Now, come on, all together. Let's hear you say it. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. And a Happy New Year. And a Happy New Year. To Chester A. Riley. (laughs) To To Carl
4: Stevenson. To Lose and fight.
2: Listen again next week when Draft, the subject miracle for silks, nylons, woolens, dishes, brings you the life
1: of Riley. Good night.
2: This is NBC, the national broadcasting company.
1: No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
0: Why don't more infant formula companies use organic grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing?